Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 297. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of breaking the mold of an unconventional lands deck. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back in... Uh, studio CCO because we're both getting over some colds. Uh, we've got some people to thank, some stories to tell. We're going to continue breaking the mold with a mono green deck. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And I got an order in the mail, but I haven't opened it yet because I picked it up last night from the mailbox coming home from the pool where my kid ate all day. Pizza mm-hmm. and pool water. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of pee. So he woke up Pizza last night, water, yeah. puked all over the bed. Pizza, pool water, puke. puke. Mm-hmm. PPP podcast. Yeah, it's the three P's of kids' birthday parties. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that combined with the allergies that we talked about on the pre-show, my throat, my one eyeball stuck <laughs> shut. Yeah, it's going to be a good day. Yeah, that with all the dead animal smell outside, again, oh, see the CCO man. pre-show from yesterday. If you're not yes. watching, you should be. And uh, lots going on. That's it. Yes. Yeah, so big thanks to Fusion. CCO Spring promo code at checkout for 5% off your order. It, we are in spring now, I think. My patio flooded, farmers plowing their fields, lots of mud. Yeah, I've had to shower Ursula every night mm. in for the last like four nights because she gets all mucky and wet and you know what wet dog smells like. Mm. That's my life now. Oh, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, well, here we are. Yeah, she's just wet all the time. Just all wet the time. all the time. Don't go- maybe Google that. Don't Google right, that. Whatever. It's fine. It's dirty and it's not dirty at the same time. So just that's we've made a we've made a thing of that, eh? We have. We have. You know what? I'm, I'm okay. fine with that. I'm okay with this. So we're here. It's episode two ninety seven. Holy shit. Yes. And tomorrow, tune in two ninety eight. We've got a special bonus show planned. And Friday's top five and five is going to line right up with tomorrow's bonus show episode they they go scissor in scissor so you have to watch both of them because they're going to be fun and great oh like lego just go together oh and then you can't get them apart and you got to buy that special like wrench that lego made so you can get the piece i never knew what that was for i just used a butter knife was i ghetto or did i (laughs) no i used the butter knife too i I was also an adult i was already a man when i realized (laughs) what that was for didn't have the Lego tool until I was already had no fingernails. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's one of those things. Oh, man. So. Just to like pry on the side of the table to get the pieces. It was. Yeah. I just used a butter knife. Well, sometimes I was, I was short. You know, I, <laughs> I couldn't always reach the knives and. Uh, <sighs> sorry. We've got some podcasting business. Okay. We're not construction toy cookout podcast. Ooh. Ooh. We are. Oh, dang it. Today's commander, I thought it started with a C, but it starts with a K. You yeah. know what? Let's read today's commander real oh, quick, yeah, and then we'll that. and then we'll talk about all the podcasting business. Brando's got it on his phone, because yeah. he's a professional. I am the best podcaster. Kodama of the West Tree. West Tree. The West Tree. One of the five, four directions, and then we've seen it five times because the center tree yeah. is was the hints yesterday. Yes. 
So Kodama of the West Tree is a 3-3 for 3 legendary creature ghost with reach. Modified creatures you control have trampled. Modified, of course, is enchanted. Have a counter on them or equipped. Yep. Of note, you can have any kind of counter and you're modified. Yes. Just throwing it out there. Correct. And whenever a modified creature you control deals combat damage to a player, search your library for basic land, put it into play, and then shuffle. Tapped. So, so modified creature we control have Trampski. Mm-hmm. Whenever they deal damage. Combat damage to a player. We get a land. Yes. Oh, we'll see if that's relevant in the deck tech. It probably won't be. We'll have to see. Yeah. Okay. So Only time will tell. <laughs> time will tell. Stay tuned. Or just, if you're watching on YouTube, skip ahead to the deck tech. If you're new and you don't like to listen to us. But if you're from CCO Nation and you love our endearing faces and Terrible voices today. <laughs> well, stay tuned. Man, I, I would advise advise people to watch on YouTube this week more than any other week because we sound like shit. And if you look at us, maybe... You'll see that we're just par for the course because <laughs> we look like shit too. We'll see that we're just... No, we're sevens. It's fine. Uh, we're, a strict, we're strict seven out of tens, Ryan. That's it. All these abs, right? All seven of them. That's one right. one point out of ten for each number of abs. Yeah. Now, do we have seven abs combined? We're not. We're not. We're gonna tease. We are teases, but we're not gonna take our shirts off. Yes. Maybe. I. Well, I think I have three. I've got four. There. Yeah. There. That's that's seven. Yes. That's math. That's science. That's the basic science. Man. Math. Right. Yes. So. There it is. Three and four is seven. Abs. <laughs> seven out of ten. Even though we're sick and sound like ass. The point is, watch us on YouTube. We work really, really hard on the content. We're investing money in content. Oh! If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see that behind us. That's when I was got to the start of the business. Which is really cool. And they work very hard. They being Tyler and Joe to make us look good. And... Sometimes they're more successful than others, but I think recently they've been hitting it out of the park, and I think that you shouldn't make their hard work meaningless by just listening to the show and then not subscribing to us on YouTube because we're working really hard for those likes, and we beg you, and we threaten you, and this time I'm going to come to each and every one of your houses and beat the crap out of you if you don't click the subscribe button. Okay, I've seen it in a movie. I know it works. I know it's possible. You're all on the list. Click the button. Okay? You don't have to turn on the notifications because that shit's annoying. But you can subscribe to the channel because we work hard and we'd really fucking appreciate it, okay? Yeah. Well, there you go. There it is. Kickstarter update. Kickstarter update, Ryan. People are starting to get their stuff. Oh, hey, yeah. Have I you saw. seen in the, in the Discord and on Twitter? They're tagging yeah. us and showing off their playmats, shirts, yeah. stickers. I'm very excited about it. It's really cool. Yeah. Super happy that people are getting it. If if there is any issues, because we've ran into a couple, they're all resolvable. They're all resolvable. We've got everybody's address. If anything's wrong, we can resolve them. Just get in contact with us through Twitter or through commandercookout at gmail.com, preferably, or Discord, wherever you have us. We are approachable, reachable, and we will make it right. If if you're missing a token, you didn't get your stickers, it's it's actual humans that are packing your boxes. So there there could be mistakes. There's hundreds of boxes that got to go out to multiple countries. Just get after us. We'll make it right. Yeah. Kickstarter has helped us procure this, which is way less cheap and more hefty than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I set it up. And we've done some tests for just lighting and, and sound and gameplay footage. 
And we've got a new microphone thingy that holds our microphone. I don't know. It's way it's, over it's there. It's too but, far. I can't reach it. I'd show it off. But uh, we wanted to show everybody that the, the Kickstarter funds are going straight into new content that people have been asking us for, like, yeah. like gameplay footage. Because everybody knows my crappy internet doesn't let us do a whole bunch of streaming. And gameplay footage over the last couple of years has taken off. And we want to be part of it. We want to include people. We want to have uh, a fun show on youtube to to put out there yes that is correct that, that you'll subscribe to or get yelled at again. yeah that's exactly <laughs> right okay if that doesn't get you to subscribe i don't know what will also it's a it's a camera boom hangy thing if you're still listening to the podcast proper oh, and not yes. listening on youtube because for some reason what i said didn't get through to you there's a mic boom arm thingy behind us yeah it's long like hey. it, it, it's it, it's it, heftier and longer than we thought. Yes, it it's it and hangier. It hangs over like it it booms over the table, and it's got a weight. It does. Show them the weight. This bag. is the weight that you counterbalance it with in case your camera's too heavy, <laughs> and you fill it up with sand or whatever. I was just gonna fill it up with old magic cards. <laughs> in case you're using like an old like VHS camera from 1998 or whatever. <laughs> Can you imagine my dad that? had one of those. Oh, it's so is... excellent. My dad was the cool dad because he had one of those big fucking movie cameras. <laughs> he had to fit a whole VHS tape into. Man, kids of these days, they're yeah. not even going to know. Hey? Yeah, they even they have no idea. That's a real thing. I watched The Ring the other day. You can film an entire movie on this. Like this is a phone. Yeah, I definitely watched uh, The Ring the other day. And for those of you who don't know, like the, the ring old is, school Ring, yeah, with like, like a, from the, from like, two thousand and four. Yeah, or with whatever. the VHS tape that kills you. Yeah, I like, ha- I've seen that one. Like, there's so many people that are gonna watch this, like in the future, thinking, "Man, this is gonna be so cool." I've heard about this movie, and then they're gonna see like the physical object of a VHS tape. What the fuck is that? You know what? Yeah. Yes and no. It's it's antiquated technology, but you still play Nintendo games, and people still listen to records. But that's because records have a particular sound. Yeah. And Nintendo has a particular feel and style of gameplay. Yeah. VHS tapes, I don't know. If I'm going to watch, like, Lord of the Rings, I'm going to watch it in 4K. I'm not going to watch it on eight different VHS tapes. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, precisely. (laughs) Oh, man. Nobody pines for the day of the VHS or the music cassette. I don't think anybody really pines for those days. Oh, I just, man. I don't see it. The music cassette. Right, remember those? Like, those were like little tiny VHS tapes with yeah. no pictures. Yes. <laughs> the functional equivalent to only listening to the podcast, not watching it. Oh, <laughs> nice one. And the the point is, I, oh. VHS tapes are, they're going the way of the buffalo. And it, it kind of sucks because I have a movie. Hey, buffaloes are coming back. There's a buffalo farm by my house. Maybe that's what the smell is. That'd be cool. I'd be finer with the smell if it was buffaloes, because buffaloes are Sorry, cool. Sorry, um, northern, northern Plains Bison. If anybody's going to Google it, they might get buffalo, but you might get something that lives in Africa. Northern Plains Bison. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. what they're actually called. Yeah. We have a, a, a great white buffalo at our at zoo. zoo. yeah. It's a beefalo. It's what they call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's like half cow, half buffalo? Yeah, but it's white, which is the point, and it's really cool and mean. Oh, yeah, buffalo never, not I, friendly. I never thought that. Yeah, they're. Yeah, you think they're, you could beat up a goose? Definitely, definitely. Oh, that one, hell yeah, man. He's like a <laughs> spiritual thing that like people like prayed to and shit way back in the yeah. day. It could definitely beat up a goose. Oh, it definitely was kung fu. But you have some nunchucks squirreled away up in its little fluff. His his winter fat. Yeah, man. Gross. Yeah, the 
bird, the goose, like, and he's like, boom, 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 like <laughs> fucking Michelangelo and Ninja Turtles one, and he just like whomps the crap out of them. Podcasting business. What? Magic the Gathering podcast. Oh, right. Based on the Commander format. Yes. yes. Right. We got last week's winner. Last week's winner. Oh, and I've got something now that we're back in, in Studio CCO. Yeah. I've got, been waiting. Everybody's been asking to see this. Watch it on YouTube. You can see the actual onion bag stuffed full of packs. Oh, did, did you see the, 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 the stuff is falling out of it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's even an onion in it. I couldn't fit very much. We, we put some new onions in it, so it doesn't fit very many packs. But there are more packs. As we eat the onions, we will replace them with booster packs. So this is what we're going to pick out of. And the winner from last week, guessing Yogmothram Physician. We're not going to pick right now. But... The winner from last week is picked, totally real name, Kevin K. The letter K. Oh, the letter. Not Mary K. Not Mary K and Ashley Olsen. Kevin K. There's only one of them. The point is, yeah, it's probably his real name, honestly. It probably is. Yeah. That sounds like a real name. Yeah. So what you have to do if you're the winner, get after us, commandercookit at gmail.com. Let us know it's you. Tell us your address in that email. We'll respond and thank you for playing the Booster Pack game because lots of fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit bragging rights at this point to, to, to win. But uh, big thanks to everybody in the nation who does play because the amount of comments that we get guessing the commander relative to the amount of views we get is like in another stratosphere compared to other YouTube metrics. Cool. Like just tons of people guess. And if if that's you, just jump on and guess and guess and guess all the time because it's, it's fun. Yes. And winning free shit's never a bad thing. Yeah. Even and if it is just a booster pack. <laughs> I like to go through and read all the comments too because I like... People have like unique ways of guessing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like it. So it's, it's fun for, like you say, it's fun for everybody. Yeah. So... That's one piece of business. We've got another piece of business. Oh my god. We've okay. got to, we've got to, we've got to thank a new patron. Oh yeah. The air quotes. I love the air quotes. Yeah. That's... So so you go on patreon.com slash CCO podcast. If you want to become part of the nation, you get your Patreon CCO nickname. Yep. Become part of the Discord, best community magic. Absolutely. You support upcoming CCO content like more top five and fives, like gameplay footage, like um, getting getting the new stuff like this because there's still some more stuff that we actually are waiting on and need, and you can even get your name in the credits of the of the edited gameplay footage. That's uh, going to be a new benefit when those come out. We're going to update the patron page. You can get your name as part of like the people that we thank after the video. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, so it's going to be a whole thing. So we've got new patron, new patron, totally real name, just like YouTube, mm-hmm. magic. I want to say Giles, but it could be Giles, but not Guile, like there's no U in it. So Magic Giles. Magic Giles? I kind of want to say Magic Jowls. We were so close to Magic Johnson, I got very excited. And also Magic Mike. So maybe this guy just walks around in just like a leather thong, like Magic Mike. Like he's maybe he's maybe the stripper of, of CCO Nation. Sweet. Do we have one of those yet? We do now. Yeah. Magic Giles, the, the the stripper? Yeah. Stripper Giles? What's what's the name, though? Yeah, what's you're right. What's the name? We can't just have the stripper Mike Jowls. Why can't we just call him the stripper Mike Jowls? <laughs> the stripper Mike Jowls. <laughs> we did it. Very excellent. Welcome and F you. F you, buddy. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So we've got Kadama of the... 
What? West Tree, West, right? West, is it West? I think it's West. West, think West is Tree, the new one. yes. And and the deck brought to you by all filler Aiden Miller GD. That's the genuine. We draft. talked about him. He's like the kung fu guy that's thirty eight feet tall. Yeah, he yeah. gets taller every time. Eh? Yeah, it's like he's like Violator from Spawn, where he's just like so big. Like you ever see the action figure? It was like the tallest. I do have a Violator action figure, he, but he's small. Oh, he was the. I think he was the tallest. Like regular price point action figure ever for a little while and he was like weighed he was like curled up in a little ball inside the package then when you unfolded him and made him really tall he was like two feet tall or something he was like a wow he was like a 24 inch action figure and an eight inch action figures packaging came out around the time the spawn movie did yeah 1997 that movie won an oscar didn't i have seen that movie (laughs) (laughs) seen that mother ass movie (laughs) just interesting action figure and movie trivia there it is. Mm-hmm. Commander Cookout and... Crappy plastic toy cookout. <laughs> Got there. Got there. So we, we're we breaking the mold. We are breaking the mold. How are we breaking the mold with, with Kodama? Well... In green. We're breaking the mold with green. <clears throat> we have to start by, uh, by, by asking the question, what is the mold? What is green's mold? See, and we had a hard time with this because green kind of does everything now. It draws cards, it combos, it beats, it slaps, it controls. It does virtually everything. It's got plus one, plus one counter synergies. It it ramps. I don't know if you said that. It makes big oh, yeah. mana, right? Yeah. So the thing about all these breaking the mold decks thus far is they do do what the color does. Right, the black one controlled and drew cards and and killed creatures and was an aristocrat's deck, sort of, sort of, but but it wasn't. the The red one made treasures and did chaos draw and destroyed stuff. The blue one kind of comboed and controlled the board. This one does draw cards with the big card draw spells, like like uh, what's what's the card draw spells? Rishkar's expertise, Return of the Wild Speaker, etc. And it does ramp a lot, and it does. It probably does beat you down like green decks do. Yeah. Well, it's got some beats in it for sure. But what we're how we're breaking the mold is how those creatures beat you down because those creatures are actually going to be our lands yeah. that are animated. Yeah. So why don't we lean all the way into drawing cards on big creatures that are lands? Why don't we lean all the way into getting as many lands as we can? Yeah. And if. If we lean all the way in that we're leaning onto our own back and think we're first, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's breaking the mold. Well, I mean, if it breaks your back, it'll probably break the mold. <laughs> that's just physics. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, final story before we start the deck tech. Okay. Okay, remember, remember you were talking about ski jumping with two people going down the skis at the same time? On the same set of skis, yes. I saw Red Bull Sports where guys dirt bike race. Uh-huh. But with a guy in their sidecar, too. <laughs> and then I saw another one. Why do one extreme sport when you can do two? Dude, yeah. do dirt biking. Okay. It's got a little trailer hits that's pulling a, a water ski rope. Okay. And there's a guy water skiing behind him through the mud and through the whoops and the jumps and stuff. <laughs> so there's a dirt bike and a guy water skiing behind the dirt bike. <laughs> I thought of you instantly oh. when, uh, when, when I saw that. And it was... Fantastic. Excellent. So that's yes. what we're doing today. We're doing the extreme sport of green, but we're also water skiing behind green because we're going to attack and kill you with our lands. Now, before we get to the deck, there's one thing that I want to just point out really quick 
Kodama of the West Tree does say when a modified creature we control deals combat damage to a player, we get a basic land. Now, given that our lands are also our dudes, that means whenever we hit somebody with a dude, we get an additional dude. That's pretty good. Essentially. So that's that's important. There are other commanders that initially, when I looked at this deck, I was like, well, why aren't we using this person or this person? They're present in the deck. Why aren't they the commander? And that is why. It's because our commander in this deck makes our army essentially double the size of our army every time we attack. Well, if we swing all out and all the guys hit because they're all modified, they'll got trample, we get that many more guys. Exactly. Oh. So pretty good. Okay. Important. So we're gonna start with we're gonna start with wake them up. The what did you call them? The the, the animators. The land animators. Okay. Yes. Let's start with wake root elemental. Okay. Uh, does it matter how big they like? It does matter how big they are when they get animated. But if I just say it it animates a dude, is that fine? It's probably fine. Right? It, it's probably fine. This one I think is of particular note because there's a card that isn't present in the deck. That could be, that could turn this card into a very powerful win condition. Okay, peep this. This Wake Root Elemental, 5-5 five, five for 6. It goes green, 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 green. Just, why can't they just go, why can't they just go 5 green? Because 5 green means something else. Yes. <laughs> Good job, Ryan. Can they go 5x green? That still means something else. Yeah. Green, 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 green. Untap target land you control. It becomes a 5-5 elemental creature with haste. It's still a land. Important to note, some of these grant haste, some don't. All the new ones grant haste because they didn't want newer players to get confused. Oh, this is the land that I just played. Oh, I guess I can't attack with it now. Exactly. They wanted to give haste to avoid any kind of confusion like that. Uh, it doesn't really matter, I guess. I'm just going to say it animates a land. It becomes a 5-5. Yeah. Important with this, if we were playing something like... Uh, growing rights of Itlamok or gosh forbid a Gaia's Cradle, mm -hmm. we could use this to untap and retap that Gaia's Cradle like land, animating all of our land and generating infinite mana. Wait, what's the other card? Gaia's Cradle and what? Growing rights of Itlamok. It's the one that flips over into a Gaia's Cradle. But how do you untap it? Untap target land you control. It becomes oh, a 5 5. So, oh. so you tap it for 6 or 7. Untap it, tap it for six or seven, untap it, because, tap it for six and seven. Because right. it just says target land. Yeah. It doesn't say target land that is not a creature. Exactly. That's how you that's how you target, like that's how Kiki Jiki combo works. You exactly. just gain control of a creature you already control. So going back to what we said earlier, where green does everything, here's green doing Kiki Jiki combo. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we did it. Not even Kiki Kiki Jiki's like, come on, man. Fuck. <laughs> Give me anything. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> next card we have is Sylvan Awakening. Until your next turn, all your lands are two twos that are indestructible. That's pretty good. Yeah. With, that, that's, with, with reach also. And hate oh, yeah. don't care. Yeah, I don't we're we're going to attack. It's a sorcery. So why does your creatures need reach? That's... Uh, I think maybe you'd cast it on your turn and then just say go. And then you can oh, stop yeah. like somebody else's alpha strike. I suppose until yeah. the end of your next turn. Yeah. Root Awakening is next. Uh, untap all lands you control. This is a choose one with entwine. So you, you, you choose one for five and then you can entwine it for three more. So that's uh, that's like eight total. That's lots. But untap all lands you control until end of turn lands you control become two twos that are still lands. Sure. Sure. Quirion Druid. Quirion Druid. Not Quirion Dryad. 
Quirion Druid. This is the one from Visions that isn't as good. <laughs> this is a 1-2 for 3, so it's great already. Green tap, target land becomes a 2-2. Two, two. Permanently. Ooh, wow. No, of note, it doesn't say your land. Hey. So you can, in a pinch, use this to kill your opponent's land. Somebody goes Wrath of God. You go, oh, in response, query and Druid, your, your thing. Yeah, your nice. guy's cradle. Exactly. Yeah. Nice nice Sarah's Sanctum, you jerk. Yeah. Nisa who shakes the world. This is the this is the forest doubler that plus ones to put a plus one on your land and make it a creature. Three plus ones. Three plus ones? Oh, so it modifies them and make it does it's all it's everything yeah, all in one. It does everything we want to do. And then it minus eights to give you an emblem to something you probably kills your opponent. You find every forest in your deck or every land in your deck and put it in a play tapped. Mm. I have lost to that emblem exactly once. I've seen that emblem happen exactly once. <laughs> Although it didn't it, it didn't end the game. Because they all come into play tapped. So <laughs> lol. Yeah, it's like ha. ha Probably ha, the ha. same game we're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Nisa Vital Force is next. Untap target land, it becomes a five-five. That's great. You can minus three to return a permanent you control from your graveyard to your hand. That's like kind of like Eternal Witness, but permanent only. And minus six, you get an emblem whenever a land enters a battlefield under your control, draw a card. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's another good one. But we're just using it for the plus one. Nature's Revolt. Oh, yeah. All lands are two twos that are still lands. All lands. All of them. All that, of them. That's going to come into play in a little bit. We also have Living Lands. All forests are one ones that are still lands. Life and Limb. All forests are saplings that are one ones, and all forests are saplings. Everything, all saplings are forests and all forests are saplings, right? Yes. Okay. That, that is that is exactly right. Kamal, Heart of Krosa. Oh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, creatures you control get plus three, plus three, and tramp ski until end of turn. That's kind of a win condition because it happens at the beginning of combat. Yeah, it gives you a single overrun. Sure. Uh, this is okay. You could pay green one until end of turn. Target land you control becomes a one, one, and it's got, well, pick up partner. Who cares? So it gives you an overrun, and it animates your guy. Yeah, and the, the guy is an, a vigilancing, indestructible, hasting 1-1 one, one that at the beginning of combat gets plus 3, plus 3, and trample. So it's a 4-4 four, four, trampling, vigilance, haste, indestructible for 2. Whoa. You made it sound way better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, I think, better Kamal. OG Fister. Yeah, OG Fister of Krosa. Wow. Okay, so this is a 6-drop, 4-3. You pay green, target land becomes a 1-1 one, one until end of turn, still a land. Yeah. Cool. You could pay green, 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 two. Creatures you control get plus three, plus three, and green trample till end of turn. So that's overrun. Yes. So you just pay like 10, and all your guys get plus six, plus six. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Or if somebody Wrath of Gods, you pay six and turn all their lands into guys and kill them. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a yes. That's a good one. That's, that's the tricky play, like... I probably wouldn't do that if I was maybe going to lose, like, in the next turn to, to, to somebody else. And, and like, I never... Okay, here's here's the thing for people who do this. And I'm not, I'm not shaming anybody. I'm just offering some advice. <laughs> don't do spite plays like that. Yeah. Spite plays, don't make the person being spited on feel good or welcome. And spite plays for the other one or two players still at the table just kind of make it awkward because like if you're going to die and you're going to spite somebody and the person who gets spited is left in the game it's just awkward for that player because they're just sitting there doing nothing now and it makes their game ends essentially over but they have to sit there 
That's just kind of a bad situation. So try not to spite play. Some people call it king making. If you're going to die, you're going to knock somebody down with you. I don't like that either. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of king making myself. But king I'm, making and spite spite playing kind of fit into the same category in my mind. Yeah. And in your own mind also, you have to realize that if you're wrath of godding and somebody kills all your land, it's probably because they have a way out. Because if you have a way out, it's not a spite play. If you have a way to turn your killing of their land into a win, then it's not necessarily a spite play. I'm okay with this. If you, yeah, if 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 you swing all out at whoever, and your creatures are tapped, and I've got a nature's revolt, and then you go, and then you go wrath of God. I go, oh, I'll turn all your lands into dudes. All your lands are now dead, and all your creatures are tapped. Next turn, I go like nature's revolt. All my lands are tutus, and okay. I and I and I swing at you, and you die. Yeah, like that's an out, and that's not a spite play. That's not taking anybody down when you wrath of God. I'm destroying your land so you don't have blockers next turn. Then I kill you. Yeah, that that's appropriate. Yeah, that's a, appropriate. You got to learn the you got to learn the lines and that social etiquette in such a complex game with three other people. That's why it's hard. That's why we. That's why it's good to talk about it. Yes. Okay. Next card. We're still we're staying on Kamal, and it's his will. Ooh, his will to fist. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Three and green. If you control your commander, you choose both of these, or you just choose one if you don't. Until end of turn, any number of target lands you control become 1-1s with Vig, Indestructible, and Haste. That's great. Choose target creature you don't control. Each creature you control deals damage equal to its power to that creature. So you essentially kill one creature, because it's like a one-way fight, and then all your lands become creatures. Cool. It's good. Jolrail Empress of Beasts. Oh, this card's got some baggage. This card has got some baggage. This is a spell shaper. 3-3, three, three, who cares? Green, 2, tap, discard 2 cards. Until end of turn, all lands you control are 3-3s three, that are still lands. Target all, target player. Yeah, sorry, yes. All lands target player controls. That's why it's got baggage. Yeah. Because the, the play is like Jorriel, and then you go like Contagion Engine, or Wrath of God, or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, got to be careful with that one. You wipe out their dudes. Harmonious Emergence. Here's a new one. Hey, look at that guy. Okay. Uh, Enchant land you control. Enchanted land is a 4-3. If enchanted land would be destroyed, instead sacrifice Harmonious Emergence, and that land gains indestructible until end of turn. That's kind of like Totem Armor. Yeah. Sure. Harmonious Emergence, also the spiritual successor to the Genjus, like Genju of the Cedars. Sure. That sounds like some Kamigawa history shit that I have nothing, know nothing about. <laughs> oh, Genju of the Cedars. That's the next card. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Enchant land becomes a 4-4 green spirit. Sure. And it, it would go into your hand if it dies. If the forest dies, you get Genju of the Cedars back. Sure. And emergent sequence. Th- that searches your land, searches your library for a land. That land becomes a... a, a uh, zero zero blue fractal creature and you put a plus one counter on it for each land you had enter the battlefield this turn so it's modifying it all by itself neat that's like dude that's really good that's like yeah. that's like rampant you play your land and then you cast like a rampant growth and then you cast this card and you're getting a tapped land that's actually like a three a two two it's pretty good i thought when i saw this card in strixhaven i was like that's just rampant growth if you don't think that your land is going to die because it's a creature. That's just rampant growth. Yeah. I think that's a good card. That's a cool that's card. That's a sneaky card. 
Okay, embodiment of insight. Land, creatures you control have vigilance, and it's got landfall. When a land ETBs, target land you control becomes a 3-3. Neat. Neat. Druid class. Oh, land enters battlefield under your control, gain a life. You can play an additional land on level 2. And level 3 is target land you control becomes a hasty creature equal to the number of lands you control bigliness. Yes. Does that make... Did I... I think so. I'm paraphrasing. Yes. <laughs> and the last one in the Lanimator's section is Awakening of Vitugazi. Oh, man. This would be a, a... What do you call it? A saga now, right? And it would be called The Awakening of Vitugazi. Maybe. It's like the tree they, on they Zendikar had so- coming to life. There. They had sagas with this. Did they? Yeah. Oh. And this was in... This was in um, Ravnica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had sagas. Okay, this is put nine plus one counters on target land you control. It becomes a legendary zero zero elemental creature with haste named Vitugazi. It's still a land. This card being in the deck, of course, perfectly fits. It landimates and it modifies, but there isn't any um, Ink Moth Nexus in here, which is an instant kill with this card because yes. it makes a 10 10 infector. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the things that we we're going to suggest you include. All killer, no filler Miller is uh, that land. Yeah, the very good. Nexus. If you're going to play man lands, play fucking man lands. Yeah, that's it. So, okay, that's how we wake them up. Now, we've got th- the other half of kind of this thing that we're doing with land animation and modifying and finding more lands is a section called Landthems. These are land anthems, which pump our lands or put plus one plus one counters on our lands the, when they're creatures when they're creatures and remember when they're modified now and they hit you we can find more lands to then animate again yes so the first one is vastwood fortification this puts a plus one counter on target creature which is like kind of crappy just to run that but on the back side of it it's actually a land so you have the option of playing it as a land early game or pumping a land and giving it trample. This essentially is plus one, plus one, and trample. This could also be Thrive, I guess, if you wanted to do. I think, it, is Thrive the one that's a green X, put a plus one, plus one counter on X creatures? That would also be a good card. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that would also not okay. be too bad. Sylvan Advocate is next. As long as you control six or more lands, Sylvan Advocate and land creatures you control get plus two, plus two. So it's a four, five for two? Hey, that sounds like Tarmogoyf. That's not too bad, that yeah. That's good. Strength of the pack. Put two plus one counters on each creature you control. So you know. animate them all, counter them up. Counter them up, and they get trampled. This is like a little tiny overrun. Neat. Neat. Roaring Earth. Roaring Earth. It's got a big green bear on it. Yeah, I, I like this card, actually. I do. <laughs> this is another new Neon Dynasty one. It is. So whenever a land enters a battlefield under your control, that is Landfall. Put a plus one counter on target creature or vehicle you control, and it has channel, which says green, green, X, discard roaring earth, put X plus one, plus one counter on target spirit creature. Target land, and it becomes a ghost. Oh, yes, sorry, I missed a line. X plus one's on a land you control, it becomes a creature, it has haste. There you go. There you go. Retreat to Kazandu. Landfall, put a plus one on a creature, or gain two life. Renata called to the hunt. Ooh, power equal to your devotion to green. So, fine. It's yeah. a 2-3 natively. If you control your commander, it's a 3-3, three, three, right? Yes, 3-3 three, three natively. Okay, also, 
Each other creature you control enters the battlefield, oh yes, with a plus one, plus one on it. Now, I think if we had like Nature's Revolt, they would enter as creatures. Or if we had Life and Limb, they would enter as creatures, right? So they would get the plus ones. Hmm. Because lands you control are this thing. It's typesetting, right? right? It's like it's like your land entering as a mountain when there's a blood moon. It's typesetting. So it... It's a mountain, yeah. It sees that it's a mountain when it enters the battlefield. So Valakut would work. Right. I think this is the same thing. Let us know in the comments if we're wrong. Yeah, I think that is right. But yeah, it's it's hard to say. Okay. Primeval Protector. Oh, this baby. Look a, at this mana cost. It's 11? Eh? That's, that's green. 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing I love seeing double digit cards. Double yeah. digits on cards is just great. Okay, it's a 10-10. Costs one less for each creature your opponents control. Okay. And when it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature that you could, each other creature you control. So here's the line. Here's the line. You sure. animate all of the lands, turning them into dudes. Sure. Play this for one. It comes into play with, let's say, 14 counters on it. Because all of your lands are creatures too. No, it puts a plus one, plus one counter on each other creature you control. Oh, okay. So all your guys, it's like a mini overrun that's also a 10-10. I guess that's fine. Lots of, sorry, I just sniffed. (laughs) Lots of mini overruns in the deck. That's green. That is green. You're going to break the mold. You got to. You got to go with what you know. You got to run mini overruns instead of regular overruns. <laughs> Nisa, voice of Zendikar. Okay. Zero one plant creature for a plus one. Minus two is plus one on each creature you control. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. Loyal guardian. It's got lieutenant, which means at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control your commander, put a plus one counter on each creature you control. <laughs> yeah. Another little mini overrun. Fractal Harness. Okay. We never played this one before. This is equipment for green 2X. When it enters the battlefield, create an XX green and blue fractal creature token. Put X plus one counters on it and attach Fractal Harness to that token. Whenever equipped creature attacks, double the number of plus one counters on it. (laughs) That's pretty good. you You get an XX... Dude that becomes 2x when it attacks, then 4x, then 8x, 16x. Correct. Forgotten Ancient. This is a good one for this deck. Okay, so whenever a player casts a spell, you put a plus one on Forgotten Ancient. That's really good. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may move any number of plus ones from Forgotten Ancient onto other creatures. Very cool. That's like a little mini overrun. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Man, talking about little mini overruns, I like Fangren Firstborn. This is a cool card. Whenever Fangren Firstborn attacks, put a plus one counter on each attacking creature. It's like a little mini overrun. That would be all your lands at this point, remember. Yes. Evolution Sage. We knew we were going to be playing this guy. Landfall, proliferate. Very cool. That's like a little mini overrun. (laughs) (laughs) Earth Surge. Each land gets plus two, plus two, as long as it's a creature. I think it would be fun if it just gave lands plus two, plus two. <laughs> would that, because t- that wouldn't turn them into creatures, right? Nope. So like you just have a bunch of two, two lands that weren't creatures. I think, I think it would be, it's the kind of thing where it, The formatting would be ridiculous. It, the I formatting's just, ridiculous and it would do nothing. So would, people would be like, this, what is this? 
The, it would it would make new players confused, right? Yeah, which is I, I don't care about them. <laughs> I don't care about them. They're gonna die to my lands. <laughs> decree of savagery. This this is decree. We never played this degree before. I don't think. No, and the why will become readily apparent in is just a the, minute. Is this the only one that's an instant? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Green, green, seven. Put four plus one plus one counters on each creature. <laughs> okay. Or you can cycle it for green, green, four. When you cycle it, you could put four plus one plus one counters on target creature. Both are good. It's like a little mini overrun. Except it's a big overrun. <laughs> An extra one. Yes. Okay, so we've woke up our lands, we've made them small, they've taken their protein shakes, how are we going to protect them? We've got a couple things to protect them. They're a little bit standard green things and we're getting into the territory of starting to look more like green decks. We're doing a green deck thing now. Right? So we've got like, the the first one we've never actually played before, I don't think, this is Yodora. Grave Gardener. Give it a read. Whenever another non-token creature you control eats shit, you can return it to the battlefield face down under its owner's control. It's a forest. <laughs> it was a forest before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now it's a forest again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. You know what else would be good in here, I'm just realizing? Uh, is it Yamada Grove Guardian? It's a... It's an elemental green, green, four. All of your creatures are forests. So it turns all of your your creatures into lands. Oh, that's not Nomata Grove Guardian. That's, it's it's from, it's from Zendikar, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, that would make your earth surge where all your lands get plus two, plus two, as long as they're creatures. Now all your creatures are lands. I just, I don't know, that could be. That's pretty good. That's something. Also, whenever you get a creature coming into play with your uh, landfall proliferate thing. Now, every time you play a creature, it's a forest, so you're going to... I don't know, I just think that would be cool. Yeah, that, that's 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 what we call synergy. Yeah, that would be neat yes, in here, I yes, think. Yes, yes, yes. We have a splendid wreck next. It gets all your lands from graveyard to battlefield. That's a good card. That's a good card, like, in any deck. Kind of. Snakeskin Veil. Put a plus one counter on a creature, and it gains indestructible. And hexproof. Fits right in, because you're, you're, you're modifying, and this is like a counter spell to protect a creature. Cool. That's really good. Silk Guard. Silk Guard. Put a plus one counter on each of up to X target creatures you control. Auras, equipment, and modified creatures you control gain hexproof until end of turn. This is pretty much Snakeskin Veil number two. Yeah, oh, it's 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 Thrive. That card I was talking about earlier, but better. Oh. That's why we're not playing that one, because this is just better. Okay, I like just better. Dark Steel Garrison. Look at this one. This is an artifact fortification. This is like an equipment, but for land. Man, why didn't they do this ever? It's just stupid. This is good. Okay. Fortified land is indestructible. It costs two to cast. Whenever fortified land becomes tapped, target creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. And it fortifies for three. Fortify is equip. That is equip, but onto a land only. That looks kind of like Kamigawa too in the picture. That's just me. Well, it's Mirrodin because this is Dark Steel Garrison and Dark Steel exists on Mirrodin. We don't know that. There's no proof of that. That sounds fake to me. Fake news. Yep. Fake news Google Podcast. FNCO. <laughs> the last card in the Protect section is Bear Umbra. 
Bear Umbra, whenever enchanted creature attacks, untap all lands you control. That's just a good-ass old card. Man, you know what it'd be... And it's got totem armor. That's why it's in the protect section. It untaps all your lands. You know what else would be good in here, speaking of untapping lands? Seedborn Muse. Because it kind of gives all your... That's that's an amazing bomb-ass card anyway. Mm -hmm. And now that your creatures are also lands, it's untapping all your... That's pretty good, man. Okay, let's let's quickly go through the removal section and then we'll maybe jump around just like to card draw and stuff because we're we're flying through this. Okay, removal. Smell fear. This is proliferate and then fight. That's that's pretty good. It's not too bad. Yep. Ruinous intrusion. Ooh, four mana removal spell? Okay. Alright. Exile and artifact or enchantment. So that's worth like one or two. Yeah. Probably two. Put X plus one counters on a creature you control where X is the value of the permanent that you exiled. That's a good card. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that fits right into the deck. Return to nature. Destroy, destroy, or exile a card from a graveyard. Crows and grip. That's just going to get rid of something. Kenrith's transformation. Turn something into an elk. Draw a card. Not irrelevant. Inscription of, a, inscription of abundance. What? We never played this. I don't think this is an instant for green one. And it's got kicker of green two. So you choose one. If it was kicked... You can do any number of these instead. You can, so you can do all of them. Yeah. Put two plus one counters on target creature. Modified. Modified. Target player gains X life where X is the greatest power among creatures you control, which could be like 10-10. Sure. Sure. For one, that's pretty good. Target creature you control fights target creature you don't control. So it's removal, pump, and life gain. Neat. I like it. And the last one, we've seen this in another deck before. Uh, probably one of the most powerful cards in this deck once you've animated your lands and made them huge and you've animated all of your opponent's lands more specifically, Azuri's Predation. For each creature your opponents control, you create a 4-4 green beast creature token. Each of those beasts fights a different one of your of, of your opponent's creatures. So you turn all your you turn all the lands into one ones and then you play this and you get a bazillion four oh, fours that fight yeah. the one ones. You kill all their lands, you kill most of their creatures and you have a giant face kicking army to then win the game with. Yes. This is mass land destruction that nobody's going to actually complain about because it wins you the game. Yeah. This card wins the game in conjunction with several other cards in the deck. So very powerful card. Yeah. Cost eight. Yeah. That's why it wins the game. Yeah. Very good. Now let's draw some cards, shall we? Let's draw some cards. And I mean, we can kind of go through these fast because, yeah, they're just card draw spells. Tawashi Guidebot. This is a new one. Enters the battlefield, you modify, you put a plus one, and then you pay for draw a card, and you can only activate unless... Oh, it costs one less to cast if you've got a modified creature. So you're tapping it to draw a card. Very good. good. Snake Umbra. That is uh, hit a guy, draw a card. Yep. Shamanic Revelation. Draw a card equal to the number of creatures you control? Correct. It also has Ferocious, where you gain four life for each four power dude you have. Sure. Seer Sundial. Landfall, pay two, draw a card. Rishgar's expertise. Draw cards equal to the bigliness of your guy. Play a five drop. Return of the Wild Speaker. Draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-humans you control or overrun. Yeah. Leyline of Abundance. What is the... What? Whenever you tap a creature for mana, you add... An, oh, so it's a creature mana doubler. So if yeah. your lands are creatures and you tap them for mana, it's a mana doubler. Yes. Okay, I get it. 
Then you pay eight. You put a plus one counter on each creature you control. That's pretty good. Yeah. Colony Heart Expedition. Landfall gets a charge counter or a, some kind of counter. Yeah. Quest a, counter. Quest counter. Yeah, I was going to say expedition counter, but I knew it wasn't right. Quest counter. Then you remove three counters, sacrifice it, search for two basics, put them into the battlefield. Like that. Inspiring call. Oh, good card. Instant. Draw a card for each creature you control with a plus one counter on it. Those creatures gain indestructible. <laughs> that was a good one. That's a solid card. I think I play that card in, in Calamax. Boring ass harmonize. Draw three cards. Ah, Circle of Dreams Druid. Ooh, yes. Add green for each creature you control. This is this could be your growing rights of Itlamok. Yes. Because it's... Oh, yeah, to yeah. do that combo. Yes. To do the untappy combo. Yeah, it costs the same amount of mana, a little bit maybe extra money. Yeah. But, well, you know, some people it. don't like to include... I know that you don't like to include infinites in your deck. Yeah, that's and true. And I, I don't either unless it is like a... Unless it's a, a deck that I'm making into a real deck instead of just like a shitty deck or a meme deck, <laughs> which seems to be all I build lately. <laughs> and I think this is the last card in the deck. It's Armor Craft Judge. Oh, three, three for four. Elf Artificer, sure. When Armor Craft Judge enters the battlefield, draw a card for each creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. <laughs> so what is that, six, ten? Yeah. It's pretty it's, good. It's, it's heckin' lots is what it is. That is a good old card and, right there. And that there's no... There's not really a ramp section, which I really like. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, there was a couple cards that find you lands, but there's no like, there's no Sol Ring. There's no, there's no rampant growth and cultivating Kadama's Reach. I guess we did break the mold, didn't we? Yeah. We broke that mold right up oh, outside hell, of Ted. Hell yeah. We did. Oh, if it felt like we were doing fewer cards than usual, there's 40 land in the deck. I think that there's room in here for maybe like more dude lands or more do something lands yeah 34 forests is usually like the amount of lands you might want to play then we got a dread statuary a hostile desert a layer of the hydra mishra's factory and treetop village those are all creatureable lands yeah and if you put plus one plus one counters on them then they stop being lands they retain their plus one plus one counters very important yes but no ink moth nexus maybe for the same reason that there's no like Itlamok, Cradle of Itlamok, right? Because it's an instant kill. But it's a good one. There's there's no Mutavault in here, which is a, a creature land. Yeah. And there are other... Or Faceless Haven. Stalking Stones is another one. It's probably the worst one, but those could all go in. Stalking Stones, I think, might be better than Hostile Desert. Because Hostile Desert has to exile lands from your graveyard to turn into a dude. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, maybe... You know, you, you play what you have. Yeah, but I, there, I'm just saying there's lots of room for growth, change, and tweaking in the land section. I think there's there's lots you could get going on in there if you wanted to invest some time or extra cards if you have them kicking around. Well, you know what? Let's let's continue through the episode and the deck tech to 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 see why certain lands might have been omitted. Okay, we're going to go to strengths and weaknesses first, though. Of course, we are. Yeah, that's how we do things. Right? So, strengths, strengths, strengths. Plays a brand new commander. That I, I don't think that that goes without saying, but specifically, it does something just a little bit different. We're breaking the mold because yes. we're not doing the land ramp and everything. We're we're doing... Well, we are, but we're doing it for a different reason. <laughs> and so it doesn't yes. feel like we're really doing it. Yes, yes. It beats, but kind of in a non-typical way. Yeah. A typical way to win, even though you are just attacking with creatures in green. And it's kind of... <laughs> It's a really neat way of doing that alpha strike too. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to 
do an alpha strike where it's just like, I'm going to turn all my guys sideways and kill you. It's kind of fun to be like, I'm going to turn all my lands into guys, then turn them all sideways and kill you. It's just, it's an extra step that's fun. And you know what? It does feel a little bit risky. Oh, like you're not yeah. just swinging in the wind if you go like nature's revolt or or my lands are all guys. I don't have enough mana for the overrun until next turn. Yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> which you, I love. And then you pass it to me. And I'm like, you forgot I have a pyrohemia behind this you, chip bowl, buddy. Yeah, and then it, it makes it feel high risk, which does keep the power level in check, but also does allow for that huge swingy play that everybody talks about. Yeah, yeah. So lots of removal. Lots of card draw. The deck is constructed well, but it, it uses some cards that we just had no idea what they were. Yeah. There's some cards that you're just never going to say. That one that gives lands plus two plus two as long as they're creatures. Yeah. Have you ever, like, I've seen it. Nope. I, I have a couple of them. But have you ever seen somebody actually tap mana and take that out of their, <laughs> to take that card and take the time to put it into a sleeve? Because this might be the first time that's ever happened. Oh, man. That's fantastic. And you, fantastic. Play, and you play a deck that has like 85 lands in it that turns lands into dudes all the time. And you don't even play that. That's fantastic. That's excellent. That's why we feature decks like this is because we're going outside of what's normal. And that's fantastic. Hell yeah. Okay. Moving over to weaknesses. We've got one more strength. I'm going to highlight after the weakness so we can make like a strength and weaknesses sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. I like that. I think one of the weaknesses like we talked about earlier, the same high risk, high reward that we're playing, the risk is pretty serious and if you're not an experienced or confident magic player or attack management general, this is going to be a really hard deck to play because yeah. you don't want to just throw your you get your chip ins. Well, uh, I guess I'm, it's, it's I'm throwing all hard. that ramp out the window if I do, if I get like it's a little bit harder to do that when your two twos that you're swinging in with are your lands. Yes, and if they get blocked and murked, well now you're now you're yeah. in deep shit. You know what? It's almost worth exploring in its own episode, maybe like a bonus episode. That high risk, high reward nature. Some people are so adverse to it. Some people mm-hmm. just like just like regular value. Yeah. Like, like you know, when you, we go to an event and we sit down and we play with Dana Roach and he loves just two mana, draw two cards, lose two life because it's consistent and it's good and it moves the game along and you know what you're going to, like, you know what the expectation is and, like, it, it's not necessarily tailored to wanting to win, but when you play stuff that's consistent and keeps the baseline power, like, just moving along that's what most people I think what they like and how they associate with winning and high risk high reward to some people isn't a strength like it is to us yeah but we don't give a shit if we win or not yeah we want to do crazy stuff exactly right so it's like it's not a weakness to me but to some people it could be yeah because oh man I don't want to leave my nuts in the wind with with these landers creatures I don't remember to speed bag my ball sack and I'm just going to be like oh yeah hey look at that guy's land don't look at my nuts (laughs) right (laughs) That's funny. It's great. Okay, but that being said, my my weaknesses are might have trouble closing games. Yes. For all of the reasons we've outlined, you might not get those little mini overruns, right? Having to jump through, the more hoops you put for yourself to jump through to make your deck do what your deck does, that's the more stones in the in the river you have to hop across to get where everybody else doesn't have to do so many steps, right? Yeah. I'm playing goblins. I've made goblins. I attack you. I win. You're attacking me with lands. You have to turn your lands into guys before you can attack me so you can win. It's an extra step. 
and an extra hoop, and that does slow you down and make you inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Last last weakness I want to outline is some of these cards spook people. And by that, I mean that Jariel. You can make all my lands into creatures, or Kamal. You can make my lands into creatures. I'm going to kill Kamal. And then, oh, there goes my strategy. Yeah. There goes my overrun, yeah. right? Because they think as soon as somebody casts a sweeper, and I, I'm not going to because I'm playing green, as soon as somebody casts a sweeper, somebody's lands are all going to get dusted, right? So you got to you got to have some political skills or you just have to flat out tell people, I'm not into destroying lands with these if anybody wraths. I'm going to yeah. use my mana to do my thing, not stop you from doing your thing. I'm an aggro deck. I'm not the control deck. I think maybe you just tell people instead of try to politic it. Or just do it. Or just do it. Just, just do it. it. Just and then it. you just get dink stomped and that's why it's a weakness. They'll say, oh, I don't know, Rathagon, you say, are you sure? That's what you say. Are you sure? And they go, yeah, Rathagon. Like, uh, you know, maybe not. I don't think. I don't think you're doing... I don't think you're doing the right move. But then that's politics. Right? Then and you're politicking. Do it. All right? Just, just do it. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to kill Kamal anyway. Because Kamal is a really, really, really good creature. Yes. You know what? Do it as long as you have a plan. Yeah. As like, long as you have a plan. Because then that goes back to... Yeah, don't, to, be, to don't be a spiteful a-hole. Spite, spite like, play, yeah. But if you can politic your way out of a wrath of God... You That's fantastic. You can try it. It's like snakeskin veil for all my dudes. Exactly. <laughs> very good. Like now we're you know what breaks the mold? Countering spells in green. Ooh. Right? Ground counter spell for free. Force of gwill. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. Force of gwill. <laughs> we we got there. Got, got we there. did it. Okay. Back to the sandwich. Right. Budget build. Last strength. Budget build. That's what, 100 111 bucks. So that's like 297,000 Canadian <laughs> at this point. But still pretty oh, good. I was, look, I was like, man, I got I to find the most expensive cards in a $100 deck? Okay, well, I guess I'll sort according to cost. Uh, Kamal the Fister, $10. Nisa, Vital Force, $8. Circle of Dreams Druid. Seven dollars, yeah, and I think the commander is eight bucks too. <laughs> yes, like, but like, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I mean, with the exception of Kamal, these are all pretty easily attainable at this point. I think too. I think so. Like nieces are still kicking around, and the Circle of Dreams Druid are certainly very available. So if you want to pick this up and put it together, it's got some really great parts in it that you're going to play in lots of your decks anyway, and it's it's fairly budget. And the cards that you're paying those eight, nine, ten dollars for are cards that you're probably going to get eight, nine, ten dollars worth of play out of, which is which is great. There's nothing worse than paying nine dollars for a card that you put in one niche deck and then you cut it two months later, and you're never going to play it again. We're going to talk about one of those on uh, the top five and five on Friday, so stay tuned for that. Now, spice calculator, spice calculator, the true, the true test of of whether we broke the mold or not, right, and right. and again, we we talked about some of those new things that are coming to the 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 website and some new stickers and stuff. So tune in tomorrow to hear more about that, and stay tuned over the next couple of weeks as those come in and get listed on the site. We've got the spice calculator, spice calculator, three hundred and four decks on. EDHREC.com for mm-hmm. Kadama of the West Old Tree. Mm-hmm. 
31st among mono greenies. Puts her right above Kose Penitent Warlord. And right below, get this, at a point if you remember, Grun the Lonely King. What? I did just paint one of those, so I do remember. (laughs) (laughs) Get this. 3.93 average converted mana cost. Hell yeah. Dang. Now we're talking. Dang. No tutors. Well, land tutors, rampers. That are creatures, but we're not counting them. Well, I mean, you get one. Everybody gets Everybody one. Everybody gets one. So but we'll count the we'll count Kodama as the tutor. Oh, sure. Because it tutors for dudes every time you hit somebody with a dude. Sure. Thirty three different cards than the stock page on EDHREC.com. Sick. Which is pretty high. And sure, there's lots of land ramp stuff, but remember, we're not playing any traditional ramps, so we're not matching any of those to this deck. Yeah. You punch it all in, you get a 52 on the spice calculator. Excellent. That is excellent. And we're getting that 52 through all of those kind of staply green cards that we talked about earlier. All that card draw and all that really like high-end Ooh, ramp. Oh, yeah. Right? You're still getting a super spicy deck, and you're still including all of those just green things. That's fantastic. That's pretty good. That's cool. That's a, I think that's a good place to end it. So... Aiden, all filler, GD, gold dang ass Miller <laughs> fills up all of his clothes because he's 39 feet tall. With a, with a kung fu grip. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Thank you for sending in the deck. Everybody else who wants to send one in, there's multiple channels on the Discord. If you're a Patreon supporter, which we very much hope you will be, to to help bring some of the new content that we got planned. For everybody else, commandercookout at gmail.com. That's the website. Or you can get after us on Twitter at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando, but don't submit deck tests to deck decks to us there. Do it via email. We'll, we'll lose them. We'll, <laughs> yes. We always lose them. We'll purposefully lose them. <laughs> <laughs> Final thought of the day. While we're thanking people, let's thank FusionGamingOnline.com or you can use special promo code CCO Spring to get 5% off all the shit that you were going to buy anyway, be they land-related, or if you're going to build a deck that's mono-white, that breaks the mold because we are having a hell of a time even thinking of something that mono white does that breaks the mold of mono white. Yeah, like, okay, so we've gotten 87 light pause decks in and they're all Voltron decks. And I don't know if that breaks the mold because that's what that deck does. Yeah. and We've, is, we've yeah. gotten a few stacks decks, but white is kind of the base of a lot of stacks or tax or control or pillow fort decks. Yeah. And then the other one that we've got a few of is like soldiers and tokens, which white kind of is the base for those types of decks too. So if you have something that isn't those kinds of things, send them in. We're waiting for, we're waiting to find the right one. Yeah. Like I, I was trying to think about it on the way here. Couldn't even do it. Dang. So that's the, that's the call for next week. Please help us out. We're drowning here. Or, or we're not drowning. I wish we were drowning in lists that... Yeah, I wish we were drowning in mono-white mono mold-breaking lists. That's the only time any podcast is ever <laughs> going to say, Whoa, man, we need more mono-white lists. That's what we need. <laughs> so we're going to see what we come up with. Thank you all for being here. And we're going to be back next week to break the mold another time on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Boom.